So social media, it just it's, it continues to fascinate us in just what becomes popular in social media. Mm-hmm. Of course, the term we just talked about with nipple babies, that's a popular term on social media, so it gets a lot of buzz. One thing I caught today getting some buzz in, in, in TikTok, I mean, TikTok, as we know, is a plethora of subjects out there unbelievable from pranks to girls just kind of moving around to the same three or four songs and things and all kinds of different stuff out there some very creative stuff out there some just Uh, some just ridiculous yeah so uh i think this kind of goes along the, the the you know the ridiculous side here gaining some popularity on tiktok right now is self dentistry tips (laughs) tips <laughs> so dentist influencers okay so these are people showing how to do some type of dentistry self-care apparently from like fixing gaps in your teeth and different stuff how removing braces on your own oh so my. some things that you would really ordinarily never even should remotely consider doing never. stuff to your own teeth that people are watching videos and tutorials and all that and attempting to do on their own. Now, some of the things are very uh, low risk that they talk about that are not permanent, like putting like a, with some of the examples they cite in this article, it was on today.com, by the way, uh, putting like a, a, a temporary like jewel in your teeth and making fangs with, you know, temporary stuff, you know, uh, uh, some you know, whatever paste and stuff. But there's some stuff in here that's like, you really shouldn't be doing this at all. And it's very risky. And obviously, uh, you know, orthodontists and dentists are warning people, you know, don't be freaking idiots and do some of this stuff here. So, <laughs> just fascinating, amazing. So, uh, would you? I, I know the answer. I don't even have to ask you if you would have remotely consider doing this on their own. Just, what are your thoughts of just the uh, uh, the the current trend of self dentistry tips um, in the world of social media? Keith, what do you think about all this? Well, you already know what I'm thinking. <laughs> You morons. <laughs> I, you already know what I'm thinking. But listen, okay, when it comes to things of the body, there's, there's a reason people go to school for years to do these things, okay? Yeah. So just yeah. let's not be stupid. Not to mention if you screw up, you don't have the, the knowledge to recover uh, and to fix it. So just to stop the stupid stuff. But I think the uh, bigger picture is the Internet, and especially TikTok, has become a way of control for people because of the popularity that a video can get i think people especially somebody who is maybe not powerful or not uh very well known in social circles see how can they can control people through videos by getting people to do stupid stuff and i really think it's a form of control it's really crazy if you get something dumb but you can get out there and popular enough people will try it uh, it's just absolutely dumb. I saw a video the other day. These morons have a 
somebody's kind of hiding with a camera on the subway, and another guy sitting there is next to an old lady. There's all kind of people around, and he's got this big object covered in plastic, and then he uncovers it, and it's a little toilet. He pulls the toilet paper out, sets it on the side, pulls his pants down, and sits on the toilet. And everybody's just, just running and scrambling. You know, just for what? Shock value? Just stupid stuff. But I think the internet is just, people are just trying to see, man, what can we get people to do? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if it goes viral enough, morons will try it because they think it's the thing to do now. I just think it's utterly absurd, and people need to be careful. Skinner, what do you think? Young kids are getting dumber and dumber and dumber as well. By the day. By the <laughs> day, brother. gosh, are you kidding me? Dentistry. What do they look up? You know, we had books. What is it? Uh, uh, computers for dummies, or mm. you know, something for dummies. That was our that was our books. People never trying to saw dentistry stupid. for dummies. <laughs> but yeah, dentistry for dummies. Go on TikTok. You can figure out how to. My gosh, I can't believe how dumb this this subject is, and that the fact that we're talking about it just blows my mind even more. To be truthful, I, I should this. Yeah. So obviously. You, you get stuff like this out there and some of the other stuff that people can get hurt and do some type of permanent disfigurement to their bodies, but you're still yeah. able to put, so should a platform like a TikTok be more regulated? If you're putting something like this out there, if it's caught, should you, you know, sh- should they have the right to ban these type of videos that are, you know, frankly, That's, maybe harming a, people? Interesting question, Fish. And I'm torn between that because now you're talking about a freedom of speech issue. Censorship, um, yeah. I, censorship. And I'm already got a problem with, with Facebook right now because they're getting ridiculous. I've been violated twice on Facebook, uh, put in Facebook jail for, for just the dumbest, uh, benign comments. Um, my singer and, and my band, the Diamond Phillips band was recording me playing drums at a rehearsal warming up and I didn't know it. And then he posted it uh, later, and I didn't. I never knew he was recording. And I just, if if, if we were in each other's space, it would have came out like this: "Well, I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> That's what I said. I'm gonna no. I said I'm gonna. Str- I said I'm gonna strangle you. And I and LOL mm-hmm. was behind it, but yet I got in trouble because of that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, is, is this an algorithm searching for keywords like strangle? Because sure. you should have a human being looking at this and saying, oh, in the context he said it, this is his friend, and he's playing with them. But no. So I already got a problem with this, this type of censorship. But you make a very, very good point because it's getting out of hand. I'm surprised we haven't seen reports of more serious injuries or deaths coming from some of the stupid stuff people are trying because they see it on TikTok. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if we'll see. Are we going to see the regulations or not? I mean, some of it though is common sense, which is not common. It's, no, that, I, that's I, not anymore on it. Not not I, guess, I guess you're right. I don't know. Uh, okay, I guess remains to be seen. If stuff like this is yeah. it becomes more regulated over time, I'm not sure. Fish here from the It Came From Gen X podcast. We hope you're enjoying the show. If you are, tell a friend. And if you're not, well, tell two enemies. (laughs) 
Back in 97, uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, uh, their first screenplay uh, was Good Will Hunting. So the movie came out on December 2nd, 1997, uh, starred Robin Williams, and of course Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were in it. And with others, the film was nominated for nine Academy Awards, won two. Uh, Robin Williams won for Best Supporting Actor. And they won Best Original Screenplay. The budget was $10 million, and it grossed over $225 million. Obviously made uh, instant stars of Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Oh, Still, yeah. You've been in movies and everything ever since, some big-time movies. Um, obviously, Ben Affleck to this day is now Batman in the uh, DC Universe and continues to portray that role, even though he said he was leaving. Um yeah, so just to quite the movie and quite the start for those two young guys at the time here. So, um, but it got me thinking as well. I don't know that I ever saw that movie. So it's a huge, huge movie. I can't recall watching it. So first of all, I want to get your thoughts. If, if you have any thoughts of Google Hunting, you talk about that. But I'm also curious, though, if there's any movies out there, and we could talk about it for hours in general, but give me like three to five movies that, you you feel like you for whatever reason people have told you you should see it or you felt in your mind I should see this movie for some reason or another, but just have never gotten around to watching it. Um, just interested in your list. Like I said, you don't need to do as many as you want to, but just you know three to five tops. You know we don't need to do this for a very long time. But uh, uh, Skip, when we start with you, give me give me maybe just give me we'll go let me just go around. How about that? So right. give, give me give me one, and then we'll go to Keith, and then to me, and then we'll just keep doing that for a couple movies. How about that? So give me a movie you think you should have seen by now but have not. Well, up until yesterday, I had not seen Avatar. Mm-hmm. And I was forced to sit in front of the television. I shouldn't say forced. But forced? Miss Marcy, and, <laughs> Miss Marcy and, and my stepdaughter Ashley looked at They're like, you're going to sit here and watch this damn movie with us because you've never seen it. And um, I watched it, good movie, but uh, it didn't wow me like it wows everybody else that's seen it back in the day. And like he had made a point that probably seeing it in 3D at the theaters was the yes. way to do it. That was so, the way to do it. So that's okay. my first one. When that movie came out, there was no technology like it. Anything no, like it was amazing. It. Now you've seen that technology used. The Avengers series, they use that technology with Thanos and everything else. Um, so that, that's probably why it's not as impressive to you. But uh, I just want to say real quick, Goodwill Hunting, one day I said, let me see what this movie's all about. One of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. I have watched it so many times. It is incredible dialogue. It is incredible story. Um, great people in it. I tell you what, the Beast somebody's so funny. Robin Williams plays the best dramatic roles, man. Yeah. And he was absolutely phenomenal in this movie man some of the greatest lines are in this movie um it's a deep movie it's a funny movie 
Ben Affleck was in it. Casey Affleck, his brother, got his debut in it as well. Yep. He's he gone on his win. brother. Yeah. In the show. Yep. And uh, uh, Cole Hauser of Yellowstone. He was a kid in this movie. He was great. Uh, Mini Driver. Yeah, Mini Driver. Stellan Skarsgård, uh, who's, you know, mm -hmm. in the Avengers movies. So it was a good movie. All right. So the first movie I'm going to name is, uh, especially being a black person, I'm really ashamed. I have not watched this movie yet. Every time my family or I'm around, a group of black people get together uh, at like a holiday or something, somebody's quoting the lines from this movie. And I have not seen The Color Purple. What? Yeah, I'm ashamed. Really? Yeah. Don't don't, don't get don't get all what with me, Mister. Because I ain't through what? with you. What? Yeah, that's a good movie. <laughs> I'm not an Oprah. I'm not a big Oprah fan in general, but she played a hell of a part in that movie. Yeah. All right, black man, I hear you. <laughs> well, this is one I told I told guys I've never seen this movie, and they're like, "What?" So I'll probably get to say, I've "Never seen Scarface." Yep. I, no, I am so no. done. Hey, nice talking <laughs> with you guys. I am Again. leaving this show. And you Again. thought I was bad with Avatar. Yeah, you like, you've never seen Scarface. Hey, Skinner, nope. over there, Skinner over there, like, whoo, take the heat off me. You ought to be ashamed <laughs> of yourself, dude. I know. I just, oh, it's, not wow. like I, it's not like I don't want to see it. It just I haven't gotten around to watching it. That's it. So I will watch it. I have some what time I off this holiday all season. All the crap you two mooks gave me about Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark. Don't now you ever say nothing to me again. That's the. Uh, I don't know if it's on the, on the level yeah, of not saying yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, it, it, it is. Now, okay. listen, yeah, listen Raiders of the, the Lost Ark screams Gen X. <laughs> tell me, tell me what lines that people repeat from Raiders of the Lost Ark because I don't know of any, but everybody repeats. I uh, I tell the beast, baby, say hello to my little friend. Come on, man, that movie is ah. God, okay, you're it's your turn, Skinner. I'm, I am so through with you, fish. I can't even talk to you, fish. I can't even look at you. <laughs> Skinner, what's your next one? Uh, next one will be the never seen one second of the movie, uh, but Lord of the Rings. Mm, well, well, I've never I seen new friends. One, I gotta get one, new friends. I've never seen one second of that trilogy. Mm. I've always I said I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna waste a day. I'm gonna sit in front of a television and watch these movies from start to finish. And it's like, can't watch don't watch them all at once. That's don't, don't do but that. At least you understand it. That you gotta watch them together. But don't do it all at once. You can't do it all mm -hmm. at once. But watch one like one day and then the next day because you'll be like in that world and you'll understand where they've gone from. Right. But don't, but don't watch one and then weeks later watch another one. So you got that idea, right? Shameful as you are. Okay. All right. Uh, my <laughs> second one, uh, another one I'm ashamed of because I'm an old movie buff. I love the old classics. Uh, mm -hmm. Casablanca, without question, is my favorite movie, hands down. But every year when people are asked the question, what's the greatest movie written of all time? There's these two are always in that category fighting for number one. Citizen Kane gets an honorable mention, but I have never seen Gone with the Wind. Mm. Me neither. I don't know what I'm going to do with you two. You've never yeah. seen Gone with the Wind. No, I haven't. Somebody's nope. a movie buff like you has never seen that damn movie. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's shameful. long. Shameful. Long. Holy yeah, crap, know. that's shameful. That's one of those culture things my mom instilled in me was I had to watch that movie. 
Now look at him talking tough now. <laughs> Golly, I can't believe you. And you too, Fish. I can't believe I, I, your hey, mom. I can't believe you've never seen that. Hey, Clark Gable's from right here in Ohio as well. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm nope. Saying. Nope. Never saw it. I, I don't think it was one of the. I don't, that's a good point. You mentioned that too. I don't recall that being a movie that my parents really watched. Or may, I know they certainly didn't make me sit down on any family night to watch. Mm-hmm. I know that every time so. it was on cable, my mom made us sit and watch it with her. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Okay. Oh, my next one. So yeah, I, well, I, I already kind of mentioned uh, going with the one, but uh, not it wasn't on my list. Uh, I have never seen as you, you just mentioned it, Keith. Casablanca. Never seen that movie either. Humphrey oh. Bogart. I know it's another just... classic movie. There's nothing better, man. Yeah. Some of the greatest. I, I like Humphrey Bogart. All lines. that. Just, yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's yeah. action. It's hilarious. It's mm-hmm. romance. It's the perfect movie, man. Wow. There you go. Skinner, what's your next one? My next one, probably not a surprise to you guys. All although I do have between uh, all the kids, I have seven daughters. Is I've never once seen. Two minutes of the Twilight series. Wow. <laughs> Not at all. I have That's no desire of... to see that movie or that series whatsoever. That's a surprise given your situation. Yeah. 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 I've managed to stay around. away from yep. all that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, right. I hate to admit it, but uh, I, you know, I, I would have been like, ah, I want to see this crap, you know from a distance and I think who I was dating wanted to watch it and I was just like wow this is awesome I then somebody they're, told they're awesome. me if you don't watch Twilight series you're not gonna like the Hunger Games but I actually watched the Hunger Games and I enjoyed it. I don't know what that one would have with the other Hunger Games is incredible by well, itself. It, it, yeah it, I mean it's not they're not obviously one's werewolf uh or it, but they said the, being a teeny bopper type the the movies were meant for a certain group age group and they yeah. were both meant for the teenager the young group but i enjoyed hunger games i thought this storyline was pretty good yeah so, okay third is all right. all, that either. all right well my other movie i've already uh let the cat out of the bag and i could have picked a different one but i think it's important to bring this one up but i've never seen raiders of the lost ark mm-hmm. um and i really need to get to that one um Poster board of Gen X. Yeah. It's up there. Yeah, it's up there. So shame on me. So you haven't seen any of them. Not that none, none of the trilogy. None of them. None of the no. none of the none of the no Raiders mo- and there's a new one coming out next year, you know. Do you know that? Yeah. You yeah. have one year, Mr. <laughs> I have thirty years. I've had thirty years to catch up. You now have one it. year to watch these. Yeah, I know. We're going to the theater to watch it when it comes All out. Right. Fair mm-hmm. bet. Fair bet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what you got, Fish? Right. Uh, I've never seen Rebel Without a Cause. Wow, James Dean. Never have huh. I. Yeah. I don't think wow. I've ever seen that one either. I don't know. It just seems like a classic manly type movie. I'm, yeah. I never, never was really exposed to it. Never watched it. There's tons of those classic movies like that I haven't seen that I really should watch. But that, that one just jumped out at me. Yeah. Never saw it. Wow, Skinner. I think uh, hard to admit this one, but I haven't seen the second Godfather movie. Mm. Okay. Now we got to quit. 
now we I've got seen the first show. one. But Stop I don't the show and pull it up one. now. Stop the show and start streaming it now. We, we, we can't even have another conversation until you watch this movie. Because I can't even say to you, Skinner, I love you. But don't ever go against the family again. Because you don't know what I'm talking about. I've seen the first one. I don't think I've seen the second one. That's sad. Yeah. The third you don't need to see, but yeah, the second one's the second one. I sad. like the third one. I really do, man. You got to see the third one just for the ending scene. Uh, just to finish it, yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyway, okay. So I got to stay in the classic mode. I've never seen a streetcar named Desire. I haven't either. There's oh, so many of hold those. On. I'm with Let you. me give you a twofer. Mm -hmm. I've never seen Hoosiers. Mm, okay. Yep. You being a you like you're not a basketball fanatic, but you're you watch yeah. basketball. You've never yeah. seen Hoosier. Never that's seen a Hoosiers. good movie. Yeah. yeah, that's one. That that's got a feel good story to it. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I got what uh, good, old, <laughs> good old Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. I've not seen any of the Star Trek movies since uh, after two. So I watched where I saw Wrath of Khan, all the other Star Trek movies, every single one of them, uh, with the exception of I did see the Picard and Kirk movie. Like we all, I think That's we saw that together. That was yeah, we saw that one together. Me yeah. and you and Cooper went to see that yeah. together. Uh, and then I did see the reboot, the How first one. How are we friends? The Star, Star Trek, for whatever reason, I just never really got super into it. So I, I hope you guys uh, know when this show's over, I got a lot of reevaluating to do. I already mentioned on prior episodes, too, the series itself. I don't recall uh, watching one full episode of Star Trek, the original series, which is dumb. I just need to go back and watch it. I just, I, you know, bits and pieces. That's it. Crazy, I know. But I'm a sci fi person, as you know. Nutty. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to hear this next one. <laughs> Skinner, do you have any more? Uh, that's all I can admit at this time. I think okay. I'm good. I got Keith, one go last ahead. one. Go ahead. <sighs> Don't do it. I have never seen Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Come Neither on one of them? now. Uh, Gene Wilder, neither one of them? I, I didn't know there was more than one. I, <laughs> well, yeah, the Johnny Depp and the re, and the reboot. Depp yeah, no, I've never seen either one of them. Come on. Wow. Now, the first one, that's that's striking because that first one was on Channel 43 a ton as kids growing up. It yes. was always on. You yeah. turn that channel yeah, on. I, that I, watched movie all those on. 40, I watched all those Channel 43 movies, too, but somehow never saw that one. Yeah. Which I, one do you I, like better, Fish? Oh, Gene Wilder, the original yeah, one. Yeah, me by, too. By, by far. Johnny Depp was just too weird. It, it was just, it was, un, Nick had a good line for that. He said it was it was unnecessarily weird. Yeah, I, I'll bet. I can see that. It was weird just for the sake of being weird. But Gene Wilder, it was, it was just, he purposely made it kind of a weird character. I don't know. He was just so good. I love Gene Wilder anyway. So he just, he made that movie. So yeah, give me the, give me the original, the original Oompa Loompas, the whole, the whole bit. Now, I thought movie. this was a great category. You know what would be fun <laughs> to do? Movies mm -hmm. that we've seen that people would be shocked that we've seen and liked. That's a good one. Yeah, let's, we'll yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll let's do put that. a pin yeah. in that one. Yeah. Good topic.
a daytime show, a, yeah, really a staple in daytime television, 21 years. Uh, he is finally calling it quits for daytime television. Phil McGraw, Dr. Phil. So Dr. Wow. Phil is hanging up his daytime show. He's 72 years of age. Now, mm-hmm. he's announced a, quote, prime time partnership that will launch in 2024 to keep him in the CBS family. So he's going to have some type of an evening show or something like that. Who knows? It could be a similar or retooled a little bit. I don't know. But uh, I've barely watched him. Not against him. I'm just not a big daytime television person but to make it 21 years is quite the accomplishment yeah so keith any thoughts on dr phil did you watch him do you think he's you know <laughs> is it ridiculous yeah are you a fan what do you think of dr phil i've seen several dr phil episodes it's never been something like oh i gotta watch dr phil or i record dr phil or stream dr phil but i've caught episodes maybe you know, somebody in my family was watching or whatever, because he's had some fascinating subject matter over the years. Um, I don't know where he gets some of these issues from, things you just wouldn't even think of. Um, so he's had some interesting stories that caught my attention. I've never taken him serious. He kind of rubs me like a Judge Judy, you know, abuse of power, and you know you're in front of the camera, so you throw off on the people in that cuff, you know, get the audience clapping, that type of deal. does that a lot, you know. He loves to check people on camera. This is my show, and you don't tell me what, you know, that type of stuff. So I I don't take him very serious. He's kind of a hack in that regard. But there has been some crazy subjects on his show that have definitely caught my attention. Um... just unbelievable what some people are going through in this country or how some people live or what they've done. So not necessarily going to miss him, but he certainly has had some fascinating shows. He is an offshoot from the Oprah tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, she yep. launched him. Um, they were friends. And uh, I, I give credit to where credit was due. I thought it was a perfect idea. I thought it was a brilliant idea, marketing, therapy on television. That's what it was. And you had all these other different things coming in the reality TV world. And for somebody to say, let's have therapy on TV, I thought it was a brilliant idea. You got an hour show with commercials. It's impossible to actually get anything really done, concrete, that makes any sense. All his advice or whatever was kind of benign or kind of, you know, we all knew that already. You didn't say mm-hmm. nothing where anybody went, oh, that's the answer. So in that regard, it was kind of hokey. But the idea, I thought, was brilliant. Very good. Skinner, any thoughts on Dr. Phil? Dr. Phil doesn't want to cash me outside. It's <laughs> claim to fame, right, Skinner? Jesus. Cash me outside. Oh, my. Danielle Bagoli. This guy's the biggest freaking fraud on the face of this earth when it comes to that crap. I don't care. Anybody could put doctor in front of their name and go on television. My boy. You know, you should have seen this coming. I'm t- you had to have seen this coming. I, I don't care where he came from. I've watched maybe one episode of my life, and I'm like, who the hell pays to watch this crap? 
<laughs> he's worse than Jerry Springer in some aspects, and he's supposed to help people? Really? So, yeah, no, I could care less about this guy. I can't believe he's been on the air for 20 years, and shame on those idiot people that, that have watched and, and what's the word? Yeah, no. This guy's the biggest fraud on the face of this earth. Anyways, you know, kudos to him, and it, I think he's he got feel, a wife fish. that comes <laughs> Comes on once in a while. <laughs> Kudos that he's lasted this long, but I sure as hell don't know how. All right. All right. Thank you, Skitter. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, warm wishes from It Came yes. From Gen X uh, podcast. Uh, Dr. Yes, yes, love from Michael Skitter. <laughs> That's right. Bon <laughs> Yeah. Well, you can still catch him in the evening, Skinner. Maybe it's easier for you to catch him in the evening than coming up here. Uh, Whoever he does something. The Bugs Bunny Roadrunner Show will return after these messages. Bang, bang, bang! Oh, howdy, partner. Time for timer. Do you ever get that hungry feeling after school? Boy, I do. I'm so hungry, I could eat a wagon wheel. When I'm slow on the draw and I need something to chaw, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When my ten-gallon hat's a feeling five gallons flat, I got something planned, which is little cheese sandwiches. Come on! Here's a great little snack to tide you over till dinner. If you want something delicious and nutritious, cheese is a super snack. Look, a wagon wheel. When my get up and go has got up and went, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When I'm dancing, I hold down and my boots kind of slow down or any time I'm weak in the knees. I hanker for a hunk of, a slabber slice a chunk of, a snacker is a winner and yet won't spoil my dinner. I hanker for a hunk of cheese. Uh, okay, back in 1972 on November the 29th, uh, where a lot of this got started, Atari releases the Pong video game. So Pong. Th that spawned the whole video game craze. Um, I remember my parents had like you know, this. You know, they had an arcade version of Pong. You might remember that barely. Yeah. Uh, but my parents had a TV hookup for that, and I thought that yeah. was the greatest yeah. thing Technology. in the world. Our first introduction into technology. Those yeah. two little things with the prongs like this, put them that on the adapter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You plug I it directly into something. the TV. That's right. You plug it directly into the TV. You flip the switch, and it was like, wait a minute. What do you mean we could play a game when on the television? When I figured out how to do that, I thought I was a genius. thought I was a genius. Yeah. 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 So it, just the innocence of that game, you know, to this day, it's still, it, it's still a fun game game it's just so simple there's definitely some strategy to it with you know how you hit the ball and how it, how it ricochets and all that type of stuff but just the simplicity of it was great it was great and and you could, you could, that's right slicing and it was a game you could sit down and play with your parents uh -huh. and think about how quickly that dissipated over the years that you just <laughs> those games just advanced past our parents so quickly yeah. and the games now 
or rocket speed past what, us what now. Do you mean, what do you, you mean trunk mode? What do you mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> Intercept what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can keep up okay in our generation of gaming all those years, certainly. We can we can hang, yeah. but the, so, the complexities of some of these anymore, it just gets a little crazy. But the simplicity of Pong was terrific, and obviously, like I said, it, yeah, the, the next thing you knew, the Atari 2600 came out, and that just took the whole yeah. gaming to an entirely different level. So uh, let me let me tell you what I discovered. Please guys, go ahead. On, on mm -hmm. So I was in love. I never seen anything like this. You play a game in my room. It was just the greatest thing in the world. And then I made a startling discovery. If you turn your lights out, pitch black in your room, close your curtains up, no moonlight, mm -hmm. and you turn the brightness all the way up and the contrast all the way down. It was amazing. It was leaving light tracers when you play. And uh, it was, yeah. yeah, it was psychedelic, man. And I totally loved it. My sister wouldn't play with me no more because I would just destroy her. And she got tired of getting beat. So I had to kind of just, you know, play both sides by myself, you know, get real good at doing that. But, uh, yeah, that's what I used to do, man. I sit there in pitch darkness. Ooh, ooh, that was my first introduction into the psychedelic. <laughs> Very good. Well, I don't want to derail the I don't want to derail the subject, but you talk about a game of simplicity. My favorite sim simplistic game of all time, Space Invaders. Oh, love! Oh, it. great game, great game. Yeah, you know, great it's game. so simple. It's the same thing over and over again. It just gets some, you know, gradually right. gets faster. How about a Asteroids? Yeah, and that, that one. Yeah, that one's a little more took a little more thought process with that one, but. Just sitting there with Space Invaders, just like Pong. I mean, there's a little bit yep. of strategy involved, but doesn't get much more simpler than that. Yeah, but for me, it was Galaga. Hours Gallica. and hours and hours. I could play Galaga forever, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it, it was Pong, too. I remember it was one of the first games that you could also play against the computer. I had the... Oh, okay. I, I, had, I, I don't remember if the original console had against the computer, but I know that the cartridge, I got the, the cartridge of Pong on the 2600, and it had different variations like hockey and foosball and different things. It was all with the you know, the basic lines. But again, you could play right. against the computer with that, which was a whole other thing. There was, and I, I, that For me, I think that was the first game to play against the computer that I remember yes, was that old Pong. Fisher's players were glad that you could play against the computer when they found that out because they got tired of Fisher and they're playing with themselves. So that Probably was a nice right. that was a nice change. That's right. That's right. In many respects. Okay. But I do want to talk about this kid just came out of nowhere, Brock Purdy. Unbelievable story. He is going to play in the NFC championship game next week with 11 games experience. Mm -hmm. It is an unbelievable rags to riches story. And I was liking the kid and I like him even more. Now I watched a phenomenal video, of him talking today. Um, he's a devout Christian, loves the Lord. He is a smart man. He knows who he is and what he wants. And um, he, he, we talk about Joe Burrow being cool. This kid is unflappable. and. Mm -hmm. He he he's gonna be a great story. The way I looked at it, if the Bengals win the Super Bowl, I'll be happy for them. I love me some Joe Burrow. If the Eagles win, I'll be happy for them. Um, uh, I thought Jalen Hurts will be a great story, seeing how he got 
He lost his starting job in the championship game in college for Tua. Took the transfer right. portal, went to Oklahoma, and just thought this would be a great story for kids to say, hey, it's not the end of the world, you know, to bounce back and go to the Super Bowl. And um, I thought Buffalo would be great. I like Buffalo. Only team I didn't really care about was Kansas City because they got kind of cocky. But I tell you what, I am all about the 49ers. Uh, I hope they go. I hope they win it all. And it was a great rags to riches story. So I was just wondering, guys, you know, in history, uh, in our time, you know, I saw some great stuff on the Internet. But in our time, who's like the best rags to riches story? Um, you can keep it in football if you want. But if you want to be out of football, that's fine. Who's the best rags to riches story uh, in your mind as sports, Skinner? I think you got to go to Kurt Warner. Oh, man, he great one. Came oh, out that's of, a great one. you know, when you asked us that at the beginning, mm-hmm. before we went on the air, I'm like, okay, real quick. And I, I that came to me without having to look it up. But Kurt yeah, Warner I, came out of nowhere. Yeah. He played, uh, he was with, uh, was it Notre Dame or USC? It was Notre Dame. He was in college. Yeah. I might be wrong. A little arena ball. And then he went up to mm-hmm. Canada and played arena. And then all of a sudden, he's on the NFL squad, and boom, he's winning a, uh, a Super Bowl. So he was packing uh, groceries. Yes, when he yeah. got when the he call, got the call to go to camp. You're talking about a, a spiritual. You're talking about spiritual with Brock. I mean, there, yeah. there's a yeah. lot of lot of familiarities with this. Uh, yeah, it really is. Him and his wife are very spiritual. They ended up, uh, you know, being philanthropists. I hate that word uh, <laughs> to say that word. I should say. <laughs> But he went after to Kimbo. he was done, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but he, um, his story, if you don't know it, there's a movie about him. I don't recall the name of it at the moment, but yeah, there's an autobiography movie about. <laughs> Excuse me, about it's him. A very good movie. I saw that. It's an American Underdog or something like that. So Mar- okay, yeah, that sounds well, the, about right. The guy yeah, that plays Shazam, it plays him in the movie. Yes. Very good movie. So he would be my choice for rags to riches. No, that's a great one. Okay, awesome. How about you, Fish? That is a good one, man. I was I was kind of thinking thinking through some stuff. I don't know if it's necessarily a rags to riches per se, but uh, I'm going to go with a local kid from Akron, Ohio. Oh, uh, I was hoping somebody yeah. would bring him up. Yeah, yeah. Kind of grew up in a tough neighborhood mm-hmm. uh, over in uh, over in Akron. Single mom, kind of a tough time. Yeah. Uh, single, was not single mom, single parent, yeah, trying prison. to say. Yep. So, uh, and just decided just, I'm going to make the most out of my sheer basketball talent. The great, uh, LeBron James, uh, came out of Akron, of course, right from the, right from high school. It was almost like a perfectly scripted story to give, to wind yes. up to be drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers. And yeah, it was took the team itself. Some people say it was from, fixed. It was so perfect. Yeah. Took the team itself from, you know, the depths of, Terrible, terrible laughable. times. They were laughable. Yeah, they, yeah. Really, they really were laughable. Uh, to obviously some uh, championship appearances, and finally took them to the promised land in 2016, which was one of the greatest sports stories in the in Cleveland uh, history. Certainly, with that. Of, so, not a Cleveland guy, um, but it was one of the greatest moments. Um, you know, I can remember. It was just an awesome feeling to be watching it, and uh, you know, to have met LeBron a couple times and. It was just awesome. And, no, he was never seen a day in college and then to be put on Sports Illustrated as the chosen one. If that's yes. not pressure, I don't know what is. And you, you never see people live up to the hype 
when you see things like that. He surpassed it. He went from that to being called the king. Um, mm -hmm. The arguments of who's the greatest of all time will probably go on, you know, forever. So that's a good one, too. All right. So, hey, listen, I hate to do this, Skinner, but I got to go with your boy, uh, Tom Brady. Very, very similar to uh, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy was a seventh round pick, 262 in the draft. Mr. Irrelevant, the last person. There's only been five that have even had a great NFL career. Five Mr. Irrelevants. Not expected to make the team. That's why they call them that. Whoever has that last pick, you got to pick somebody. So, okay, give me this guy. I think they throw a dart at the name or something. <laughs> but um, uh, Tom Brady was a six-round pick, 199th in the draft. When I look at his draft picture, he looks like some guy that <laughs> sells beer down at, uh, you know, O'Shea's or something, you know. I mean, he doesn't even look like an athlete. I'm like, this guy's pathetic. I think he ran a 10-minute 40 or something. They had to send a cab to pick him up. <laughs> it's just ridiculous, man. He's like this, you know, this picture. And here this guy is with seven Super Bowl rings. You know, us Steelers for years used to say, we want one for the thumb. This guy's got one for the toe. Um, mm -hmm. Just an amazing story to come out of obscurity, backup quarterback to Drew Brees, and to have seven Super Bowl championships. So that's an incredible story for me. That's a good one.